0: Into my like
1: it's like croutons in a soup.
0: Don't turn down any opportunity, whether it's a camp, a clinic, because you never know literally who's watching. Make your own decision to stick with them and know they're the right decisions, right? And even if they aren't right... Don't regret it.
1: Uh-huh. He didn't know creatine existed. <laughs> <laughs> so he got some creatine, he's like, oh, yeah, B- lift heavy weight.
0: <laughs> ship across the border. I should across the border. Ship across the border, Hi, man. The border, man. Welcome, back the border. Welcome back to Ship Across the Border. Welcome back to Ship Across the Border. My name's Chris, and I'm here with Mr. Needs a Handle. Aka the third best cop brother, aka the second strongest person How's in me, this room. How was your day today?
1: Good. How about you?
0: It was. It was vibes. I mean, I hit. Guess what I hit. Guess what I hit at the gym.
1: You hit. You train today.
0: Guess what I hit. I'm going
1: train. I'm get shoulders. <laughs> Goddamn.
0: Guys, shoulders. I don't know if you know this about me, but I fucking need cat delts. Out of every every body part that I've ever trained, it's easily shoulders is my favorite. And if you couldn't guess, the guy beside me quite enjoys chess more than baby. everything else in the fucking world. But
1: chess day is the best day. Monday is chest day. Tuesday is chest day. Chest day is the best day.
0: Anyways, um, how did you start playing basketball? How
1: did I start Let's playing go basketball? back. Let's go
0: back. I want to go childhood traumas. I want to go.
1: All right. If we're going all the way back to where it started truly for me was, uh, I was just didn't like any sports. Didn't really play a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. Parents put me in soccer, put me in baseball. Mm hmm hated all of it. Never clicked. It <laughs> was like,
0: nothing. Wait, wait. Didn't you? I, I know this, but tell them what happened when you played soccer.
1: Oh, I just picked a dandelion. <laughs> I just picked dandelions. My dad was like, fuck. I paid money for my son to not run up the field. He just sat on his butt and picked dandelions. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, so I just played video games pretty much to like, as my escape from reality. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, it's
0: pretty dark for an 11-year-old to be escaping reality.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't escape reality, but like... <laughs> what do you...
0: At 11-year-olds, what are you escaping from? <laughs> like, the fact you didn't get good Christmas presents?
1: Like... Life at heart. No, but... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to a sport guy. I was an athletic guy. And um, honestly, I feel like me waiting till the time I did to play basketball almost like was a big downfall for like the future of my basketball and athletics. Because mm-hmm. I didn't play like sports, like soccer, which my brothers did. And like Ronan played soccer and played it hard. And he had the jumping genetics of like <laughs> good tendons, good fucking everything. But for me.
0: Nah, your brother was actually a beast. Carter was insane at soccer. Days.
1: Yeah. And they were good sprinters and all that. And explosive. Me, I'm not that explosive. And I think that's got to be it. They played soccer. I sat on the ground.
0: Also could have been the fact that you were born four months early.
1: I could be a it was two. Was it four man. or
0: five?
1: I'm a logical man. But yeah, so basically what happened was, I didn't really play, like, I did play sports, but it never clicked. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Ronan and Carter both played basketball, and I was like, I want to try that. Mm -hmm. And I did it, and just, I can't remember the exact moment that I found love, but, like, I just played it and was like, this is it. This is the one.
0: And uh, how did we develop the old two-hand jumper?
1: Uh, I couldn't get the ball to the net, and I'd watch (laughs) people like Steph Curry shoot it from 30, and Uh, I was like, I want that. You got
0: infected early. I got
1: infected early, and I wanted it, and it just, it was like one of those shooting forms that like it would go in enough or you don't want to switch it, but it like it's broke mm-hmm. and you need to fix it. So in grade up to grade seven in the summer going into grade eight,
0: I was going to get into this.
1: I shot two handed mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I got like bullied for it. They're like, oh, you're trash. Like you can't like oh, it's inconsistent. You're bum. So I was just had that drilling in my mind and I was like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Mamba mentality. Like this is a young me. Still like fat, not fat, like skinny fat. (laughs) I'm
0: gonna put pictures in there.
1: Yeah, just greasy, unathletic kid. And um, from that age, I remember that summer I had a huge cut, like just grinding basketball, started from the ground up. And I watched so many, like the real ones will know, like the I love basketball videos, like that goof. I don't know his name, but I remember I watched so many videos. I DM so many shooting coaches, like, how do I increase the height of my jump shot? And I was just so stupid, and just <laughs> l- didn't really learn it. Definitely,
0: like a handful of kids who are going to watch this, they're going to take offense to the fact that you just said that because they're out there doing the exact same thing.
1: Yeah. Well, learning from me, uh, I guess y'all don't know my highlights. Throw them off. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Durham Court run highlights. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just repetition is really the best advice I can give.
0: Okay, so I want to go back, 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 back. So you have a two-hand jumper, right? Yeah. And your brothers are, like, pretty good at this point. Like, you're you're grade six or seven. And you told me a story one time about how you were 1v1 in Carter, and you couldn't even get the ball over half.
1: Yeah, I was shooting it from half court. I hit a few, no lie. He
0: he knows. But, like, he would just destroy you. Oh, yeah. Did you play wrong? Uh,
1: Yes and no. Like, he was too good for me, so he'd be like, I don't don't know. know I
0: don't even know if the sarcastic quotation marks are necessary at that point.
1: I guess, yeah. He was too good for me. Like, <laughs> you're your bummed. Like, I'm not wasting my time. Mm-hmm. So, never would.
0: Did that fuck with you mentally? Like, because you, you, like, everyone else is like, yo, Carter's crazy at basketball. Ron's crazy at basketball. And then Sam's just, like, kind of there.
1: Yeah, it did, for sure. And, like, I always had such a hard work ethic and, like, wanting to be the best no matter what.
0: Does that come from the fact that you have two older brothers who are fucking athletic oh, 100%, demons? 100%, yeah.
1: Like, it's just a competitive nature of, like, they would always bully me as a kid, but like a, it was like a make or break type of thing, which I'm glad they it's, did.
0: It's just having brothers, like yeah.
1: So like they would call me like a whale, fat, slabby, spaz, pants. yeah, spaz, <laughs> like Mister Shit His Pants, like all that shit, like yeah. They they were going in, like and dude, I'd be waking up in the morning. No,
0: I'm changing your Snapchat name. To that. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. So. I'd be waking up and they'd just be like, Mr. shit his pants, fucking." Did you <laughs> shit your pants? I did. Uh, <laughs> I was a slow learner. I'll admit it.
0: What do you mean? You wait, 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 wait. How, how do you mean you <laughs> slow learner? Like, you had a diaper on. Like, what do you mean? Uh, it's a long story.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I was quite the kid. Okay, but and so they run with it, and uh, so it just pissed me off. I just wanted to be the best. I okay. Wanted to be the best, and um, pretty much. I would do everything that would make them mad. If I seen them go out and play basketball like in our, like, yard, mm-hmm. I would go out. The second I'd stop what I'm doing, go out. And Ronan would get so mad. He would – I'll never forget. He literally screamed at me. His face went so red. Like, he was just – Oh, I've hissed. seen it. He did. He's under yeah, me like, too. Yeah, he went absolute rage mode, right in my face. Like, get out of my face. Like, I don't want you here. I want to be alone. And I was like, it's working. <laughs> it is working. That means I'm doing something right because it's making him mad. And, uh, yeah, I would just – Every
0: younger brother's goal was just to piss off their older brother. Oh yeah,
1: it's payback. They make me mad, so I was like, "This is my way. (laughs) This is my way."
0: Okay, so do you think? But so, John Scott, were you like fighting for his attention as a kid too, or no?
1: Um, I'd say dad was a great dad, and he equally gave us all enough love that no one it felt like lopsided. It was very the right enough attention for all of us mm-hmm. in like the right ways for like each age group of mm-hmm. me being younger and rona being older and carter being the middle child it was like perfect
0: okay so i know there was a turning point from you going from literal complete dog shit to not complete yeah. dog shit in grade seven and eight from grade seven into yeah, grade eight
1: literally in eight, so yeah.
0: i want you to explain what changed because in grade seven and eight you b- scored one bucket in all of friday night which is this yeah. little league where i come from and it's dog shit and he didn't score all seasons for one fucking huck three and then next season in grade eight you came in and dropped like 30 points
1: yeah i moved up actually i was so good they moved me up from like my actual league into the hell i'm doing a big jump so what the fuck sure. happened uh give credit to you we started training together. Mm. And were OG. I was friends with his little brother. And then it was a classic. He played basketball. And I'm like, yo, he knows something. He's older. Teach me a few things. And then uh, that's just how we became OG boys, best friends. <laughs> OG. And uh, it was just classic shooting drills and shit that no one actually taught me. Because my brothers wouldn't teach me. They would just be like, fuck off. Go do your own thing. Mm-hmm. So first coach to actually teach me how to do anything solid. Off from just YouTube and myself. And then that definitely helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And then also just YouTube itself, like watching so much drills and just playing, playing, playing nonstop wanting to be the best and mm-hmm. like just in love with the game. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, so you changed your jumper in grade eight and then going into grade nine, what was your thought process going into grade nine in terms of basketball?
1: Honestly, it was, oh, it's been a, it's been a while to really recall it all exactly perfectly, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I remember going for the tour with the school and looking at the gym and I played with a lot of the guys. This is pretty cool. Like, I knew, I knew I was on the right path when I was playing with, I went and watched Carter's high school team when they went to Kuasa. I watched their regular season game.
0: For everyone watching Kawasa is like, how do I explain this to American standards? Like if you had a, if you had a little city in America and then you were playing and you had your high school team and your high school team won and then played like the best teams in the state.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like in your area.
0: Yeah, yeah best teams in the state,
1: Sydney. Yeah, so I watched them play, and they were like good. They made it to Quasa, and um, they are all like solid players uh, at the time. They are solid players. <laughs> and so I was like, wow, yeah. And so we would have a court in our hometown of Durham that a lot of guys would come out and play at. And so I went there, being grade eight. No one knew who I was. They just knew I was a little brother. Cooked them all. Like, giving them buckets. Like, I remember crossing over, shooting over the top, just splash. And they were like, yo, how old are you? And I was like, grade eight, going to grade nine. And they said word for word, I'll never forget, Tyson Wheeler said, you're going to be a killer. Like, you're going to be fun to watch in grade nine, killing. And I was like, bet. Like, so I knew I was on the right path, right road. And, uh, yeah, so I just took it and go. I my mean, confidence all through, I'll be honest, that's probably where my com. Conf- like, it just never, there was no down period. It was just constant, mm-hmm. like, Possibly
0: to your detriment because some of the shots he takes are very questionable. Yeah.
1: It's molded me to the player I am now.
0: Actively has told me that he doesn't see hands. He told me that in grade 10. He said, I just don't see contests.
1: It's a a blessing, man. (laughs) You can literally put hands in my face. All I see is rim. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But you
0: see, he went into grade nine with this insane amount of confidence. and
1: And this is how it went. First high school game. So I made the team. Uh, I remember I was nervous for the tryouts because it was just classic at first. It shouldn't be because they were shitty as fuck. Shitty, yeah. But (laughs) our coach took like a 20-man-plus roster. It was insane. Insane. And uh, right off rip, they knew like I was the... Starting center. Yeah, I played like power forward. (laughs) I remember because I was like six feet maybe, a little below. No, I was probably like five, ten at the time. And everyone else was so small. So they just put me at power forward. And I was like... Huh? Like they might, I remember they did not want me to shoot. Like they said, so you're bully ball. And that's actually, I remember later on, I'd get pretty good at like the post and stuff. And that's mainly what it was from. Grade nine was just feeding me down low.
0: Pause. Yeah. and um, Jason McDougal to the rescue.
1: Classic. Um, but yeah, I remember my first game, we played Port Elgin, and uh, I had, what was it? I think I had two points or four points in at halftime, and I was, like, so nervous, didn't shoot at all, nothing, and I was, like, this is tough. And then I remember in the fourth quarter, came down, hit a walk-up three-pointer, and I was, like, wow. And they were sagging off me because no one knew who I was. And then I went down, did it again, same thing, laced it. I went down, did again, laced it, brought us back. And then I remember I had, like, 14 points, and I was, like, oh, my God, it's happening. Like, <laughs> I am him. Like, confidence already, boom, back at it. And a big thing that I actually struggled with growing up was, I'll never forget, like when I moved up in Friday night, the small league, I remember I was really good in practice, but I could never do it in game. So I'd have people just chirping me saying, practice player, practice player, your shit, you can't do it in game. And so during like the end of grade eight and like kind of the beginning of high school, I still I had that in my mind. But then there came like a stretch where it just, I was like, nah, I'm going to do me. And I just did it. Like, I just, I don't know, it just happened. Got in that rhythm. Got past that mental break. So much of basketball is mental. Like if you're in a mental slump, like you're just not yourself. You're not performing at your capabilities.
0: Shout out Richie Prentice.
1: Yeah, like just so many people. That you can just see, and I see a lot of myself back in the day in him. And you just got to have that that dog in you to really want it to get it out of you. And um yeah, just just flowed. And from that game on, I remember it was. Cookies, like it was just <laughs> cooking.
0: Not actually cookies, though, because he plays no defense. But so no. at that point in grade nine, you were frying, and you come into grade ten.
1: Oh, <laughs> I was so. <laughs> the oh. grade, grade ten was like <laughs> the biggest curse slash blessing because it really let me. They, I got the keys. They were like, here, take them and drive this shit to all the way to the sunset, but. If I could go back, I would change it so much. I would redo it. Why? Because... You
0: average like 25.
1: Yes. But like, it's... Man. People always ask like... I would be like that teammate that would have like that Mamba mentality or the MJ mentality of like, if they fucked up, I'd be like a bit of a douche. Mm. And it was like not in bad heart of like being just actual douche.
0: Because you wanted to win.
1: It's because I wanted to win. I was so competitive and did not want to lose. I was so pissed. And then people always also got it cons- like misunderstood of why I like scoring the ball. And honestly, she did
0: it for the fact that he was very well known for not passing the ball like yeah. at all.
1: Yeah. It's, it was bad. I did take a lot of shots and rightfully like rightfully so in a way of like, I should have shared the love a lot more than I did, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a whole lot of talent spread on our team, but <laughs> I know
0: shots fired.
1: Yeah. Um, it was just one of those teams and it's like, you got good guys. It's kind of like
0: Braden right now. It was like, even yeah. though he's shooting 30 footers, like, yo, who else is going to take that yeah. fucking his shot? Worse. His
1: teammates were, Yeah. Mine were better. And I had like, factual, his shot
0: selections also I had worse. more
1: friends on my team that were like, it was good. And we were winning and everyone was cooking. It was a great time. But the reason why I honestly took more shots wasn't even just because the teammates weren't as skilled. Cause I knew everyone could score, but it was more like I put in so much hours in my life mm-hmm. and like over the season, and I had to prove to myself like it was paying off. I had to see mm-hmm. just for me, just for my pride. No, I don't give a damn about the announcement saying how much I scored or how much whatever. I just needed to know that my work is working. <laughs> like I put so much, I didn't go to parties, didn't drink, no nothing. Didn't talk to any girls, mm-hmm. just lived my life on well, the not exactly true. I had a little bit of a <laughs> off-season <laughs> fling, sure. But it didn't distract me from my main goal, my plan. Which was? To make. Any professional basketball.
0: Any professional basketball meaning like I would elaborate.
1: Like I want to make either college overseas MBA. Like I I obviously as a young and I wanted like MBA. I was like, I can do it, I can do it, I can mm. do it. I'm cooking everywhere. But I didn't understand until I went to Toronto for the first time with you.
0: And we got, we'll get there, we'll get there. We'll gotta put that yeah. off for a little bit, put yeah. it off for a little bit. Okay, so grade ten, you fried. Yeah. And then grade eleven was COVID question mark.
1: So yeah, grade 10, just finished the year off and we ended on such a bad note. Like, we made it to cross oh qualifiers. My God, this is
0: a classic story.
1: And yeah, made it to QWAS qualifiers, literally, tie game. And my point guard, Braden Van Dusen, <laughs> shout out to him. Uh, well, my main point guard, Tristan Boyes, who is a demigod athlete, like swimmer, track man, all this stuff. He had swimming and offsa so he couldn't play for our QWAS qualifier game. So he's like, yeah, I got OFSA for swimming. So I was like, all right, you do you, man. Mm-hmm. And then Braden, who was the younger point guard at the time, subbed in to play a lot of minutes that game. And he had his moments. And he had his moments. <laughs> and yeah, so he'll deny this that it happened, but it, it happened. It was like
0: 58 to 60. There's like probably a minute left on the clock. No, it was a tie game, right? 60 it was six. tie game, yeah. 60 to 60. He hit a, like a deep-ass three, banked, banked it. Deep in like, like half court. Yeah. And then he, he hit a bank, shot from three, and then came down, shot another one. All glass. So then the game's tied at this point, point. and then you were in the corner,
1: wide open. So we, someone, got to steal, and it was like me and Braden coming down. I slid back to the corner, and I wanted him to just to find me, and it was tie game, and I could have just ran in for a layup after he gave me the ball. Anything. There's so much I could have done off that opportunity, that look. But he does some janky ass, like <laughs> just terrible layup. No call. Just flops. Didn't even go for the finish at all. I just wanted to get the free throws probably would have bricked them anyways <laughs> and uh, yeah he just we lost the ball and they went down scored
0: two in a row Talon hit like he had like a layup on yeah. Josh McDougal
1: and then we had to foul and then we just lost and I would sleep better at night knowing I bricked that shot or made it just having that look mm-hmm. instead of that wasted opportunity oh, he was like
0: triple team dude and and I remember I'll never forget
1: his father was in the stands I just walked over to that bench and just stood there and stared into like his soul and was just like bro you've seen that Like, what's happening here what is that what is that I think my parents were there too and they were like damn like <laughs> what can you do yeah
0: okay so then that, that season ends
1: and then yeah we, I remember March break hits and it's like yeah you might get an extra week of uh, March break yeah that was so crazy <laughs> and then bam two years go by
0: so what did you do during those two years of COVID
1: did A lot did a lot. I got a job at Walmart because my mom was like, You're getting a job. <laughs> oh, so I got a job and um played basketball as much as I could. But then it got to a point when you literally couldn't go to a park yeah, to play. Like, it was like the world was like, All right, did
0: they take the rims off of Durham court?
1: They like taped everything, like you couldn't go on it, like, you were getting charged.
0: I'm trying like, to remember, like, by by I was police. actually it feels so long ago, but yeah. I can't even really remember. So you grinded during. Grade eleven, hardest fuck. No school, yeah. no basketball. I
1: played in my fucking backyard, and like it was all it's all gravel. So I'll be doing a crossover. My handle is trash at this point, like so bad because I do a crossover, it hit a rock, fly under like my dad's truck, ball just gone. <laughs> and it's like, well, I guess, and that's partially probably why my jump shot got so consistent. Is I just did standing set shots. Like I bounce the ball back to me, and I just do set shots, free throws. Oh, and I had a broken Honda Civic. So I'd shoot over this broken car as a defender just thousands, hours, hours, like drenched mm-hmm. in sweat, just going. <laughs> and I just did it for because there was nothing else to do. The world shut down. And I'm like, this is my oasis mm. of paradise.
0: And then we went to a grassroots tryout during that grade 11 year, right?
1: Mm, it was like, I think it was right before the whole like huge shutdown. I think it was like right before. Mm-hmm.
0: And that was a turning point. Kind, yeah, for sure.
1: For it really opened my eyes and like, the level difference and, like, pace and, like, skill gap, for mm-hmm. sure. But because I didn't understand. At this point,
0: we were only exposed to West Gray basketball, and you kind of live in a bubble where, like, you're frying, and you might be the best player here, so you're like, yo, I'm actually, like, nice as fuck. Yeah. And then you travel to Toronto, and you're like, yo, this kid's dunking, and I'm not yeah. doing that. So, yeah, basically, we pulled up, and Elijah Fisher was in the gym. And um, this is kind of where, like, I fucking... This is, like, a... a Wildlife blanking, Spider-Man thing. A fucking thing with like the moments and the things and the journey and things and the canon event. A canon event. It was a canon event for me. Because basically they had this starting point guard who was only known for defense and I came down and he was full court pressing me and I'm this little white kid from fucking middle of nowhere and this kid's like on the grassroots team as their main defender who his only job is to defend people and I fucking snapped him and you and Brent were in the crowd.
1: Oh, I remember that. We were like, no way. Because <laughs> he, he was pressing you so hard bro. and you just kept hitting like, I don't even know what crossovers, but like, it's bro, it was tween tween behind, was so behind And it was like, honestly, probably to this day, the cleanest crossover, probably the cleanest crossover you ever hit. Probably. like It was so clean because he was playing so tight mm-hmm. and you just, he bit so hard and you just hit him with what he didn't expect and he just froze and like died. And
0: the entire gym went fucking crazy. And I was yeah. probably like five feet out from the three point line so I took like two dribbles. And he was
1: college three, right? Like yeah. it was deep and as and fuck. And I fucking
0: let that shit fly and it drilled and the f- crowd erupted, bro. Yeah. And then that was basically- I was in front of
1: Elijah Fisher, man. Like that's Pretty Impressive shit.
0: It was wild. It was, I was the that was the turning point in my career. I'm not even gonna lie. If that didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have ever played college basketball because it definitely
1: gives you like a taste that little taste of like wow, playing against D1 level athletes. Oh, by
0: the way, before that, like so basically in the trial we had, <coughs> there was like 40, 50 people probably. It was, it was a, a ton of people and they had all these drills and stuff and they were doing all this shit. And then at one point, they separated us us up into eight different groups of five and we were playing and they took three squads of five to play the main grassroots team after the whole thing was over. And it was they based it on who was being the loudest and trying the hardest in the other drills. And uh it just happened to be that. I, I heard there were
1: some football players and that shit. Oh,
0: like, yeah. They were fouling the shit. That and it I was would.
1: like so many kids. Like, I remember in the scrimmages, I did not touch the ball, like, at all. Mm-hmm. One, I was so nervous. So I wouldn't do anything with it. If you put me in that shit now, oh, give me that rock. <laughs> I don't care who's in front of me. I don't care what label you are. If you could be a D1 athlete, I'm God. Like, I'm just, I'm, I don't even care. Cause I'm like at a different mindset now. But, mm-hmm. um, in that time I was nervous. Cause I'm like, Holy, this is insane. I've never done anything like this. I'm used to like West gray kids that are this tall and trash. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of kids out there that are trying to get theirs. So they would not pass. Like I remember That's I'd be open every try and it's just like, man, unless someone gives you a quick pass and you have a second to go at it or else you're done. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. And I basically, I remember I'd like, probably seconds before that shit went down with the guys was pressing me, I came off of a pick and I was like, not, not expecting this at all. Elijah Fisher jumped me, stole the ball from me, went down and fucking e it on the other end, Yeah, which is, it was just fucked. It was an insane, what was going through your head when that try was happening? The whole from start to finish.
1: Oh, uh, I was like, this is a lot quicker than I'm used to. A lot more athletic. A lot more serious, like the coach, like Roe Russell was like, "Man,
0: this is it.
1: Like, <laughs> if you don't do it, you're ass." And I'm like, "Damn, he might be right." Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, because I played a year, two years of high school basketball at that point, so I was like, "Wow, this is a lot different. It's a lot mm-hmm. different in talent." And it really made me like humble, of like, "Wow, I'm not that good."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Coming from you think you're good in your little play circle, but you're really not. If you would have made that team, what would have happened? <laughs> That's a tough one too. It's like. Love my parents, but they'd probably be like, "Man, Toronto team." <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I never got to play any rep growing up. Mm-hmm. So I think that really peaked my potential a lot. And like, if I grew up in that environment twenty four seven, I'd be oh, honestly, I truly believe I could be playing like D two at least basketball level
0: i'm gonna withhold my comments on that one but uh, <laughs> i will say that when we left for that tryout this is the other thing about growing up in a small town is when we left for that tryout and we told everyone that we were going to this shit as you come back from because because we dustin carter and ron are all waiting at the house for us and like we opened oh, yeah. the door and the minute we got there like yo how to go how to go how to go and you get back to school and everyone's like yo how did it go and then just the murmurs of like when you go to these tryouts the entire town's waiting to see what the fuck's about to happen. Yeah. Like they're expecting to come back and, like, oh, you got dunked on and shit, whatever, and that's just – it was fucking wild. But after but
1: I, that – I will say, though, like, kids that we know now that are playing basketball, besides, like, Miles, a lot of them wouldn't go out of their way to do that. Exactly. They, they'd just be like, nah, I'm comfy here. I'm not doing that. But you really have to go out of your comfort zone to really see and have an aha moment mm-hmm. to be like, damn. But I remember after that, the car ride, I sat in the back, and I literally just – binge kobe Bryant highlights and just Mm. mamba moments and all that shit i don't know what i gained out of it but it just (laughs) brought me back to my safe place i guess i don't know
0: did that fuck with your goal of being pro or i think
1: maybe more think realistically not like like i don't know it maybe hindered my plan a and only plan a kind of like started the formation of plan b which was you know if it's not gonna work out how else can I just make it not go to waste? Mm-hmm. And, and I haven't, I've, it's the tough one. Like, I don't think I went to waste because I still use it a lot and just like have meeting new people, new friends, and like playing pickup and all that, just still to this day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I've been trans, I transferred that energy kind of into the weights and the gym. Mm, we're through, getting that. So that's kind of what I did. But yeah, now it's more of like a, trying to find a career path. And say having like that same love and passion for basketball, mm-hmm. but in a career. Mm-hmm.
0: So you come back from this, and then grade twelve wasn't COVID, correct?
1: Yeah, but it was only a four game doesn't matter season.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. scan. How did you feel about that season?
1: Terrible, terrible. Because our coach, good guy, good heart, but he's like, yeah, I don't care. I think it wasn't equal minutes, but it was like I don't care about winning. It's just play to whatever, mm-hmm. and it was just trash. And everyone else was playing to destroy us mm. for the four games. And partially it could have been a lot better. Like it just, it was so hard because we played so much, like two years of just unorganized all over the place basketball to get dropped right back in that circuit mm-hmm. to a non-coached, like we are coached, but our coach
0: just squeeze it.
1: Nobody followed. <laughs> like it was one of those things Like the coach itself, he's not as bad as people say but it's a system that just where we're from, nobody buys it. Nobody yeah, buys yeah. into and it. And
0: just, dude, it's just been the same. It just needs
1: to be a new flavor in town, something new to try. Because it's just so stale. So it's like eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you're like, "Fuck, I don't want to eat another peanut butter and jelly sandwich." <laughs> I'm so sick of my prep, me- pr- bl- 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 so sick of my meal preps. They're so dry, old, crusty, mm. disgusting. I just want a steak.
0: I'm gonna talk about this in perspective. So like. Branching off of the peanut butter jam sandwich thing Imagine you were only allowed to eat peanut butter sandwiches For 30 years yeah.
1: And you think it's gonna get you that Same result of like
0: Oh my god this is a fucking peanut butter sandwich yeah, like
1: That first one that you, you know, put the butter on You're like oh And you eat it 30 times Billion 30 years of it You're not gonna get that same
0: Oh, yeah, so For example like we've been out of high school for I've been out of high school for 3 years now And we went to a practice the other day And I can tell you exactly how the practice is going to go start to finish. It hasn't changed in fucking 30 years.
1: Yeah, it's the exact same.
0: But grade 12, you hung them up, right?
1: Yeah, grade 12 was retired.
0: You hung it up. And And um, sport
1: elegant. Same team I played, first game.
0: mm -hmm. Poetic. Yeah. And one of the first questions I have written down here is, were you okay hanging them up?
1: Um. I had a a bit of a sweet ending for sure because it was like I didn't get the full high school experience of like getting to fully flourish. Like one of my goals was to make it to Kwasa, but I only got two attempts at it, really, realistically. It was grade nine and grade 10, because there was no Kwasa in grade 12. Yeah. And it was four games, which
0: we would have made it, by the way.
1: Yeah. On site. So, and grade 11, we should have been, we would have been an insane team, but. It just was a what-if. And I don't like thinking of what-ifs, but it's a pretty fucking good what-if. Because mm-hmm. we had all of our best players coming back for grade 13. I was in grade 11. He was grade 12. It was just the all-star. You know, right? We would have ranched it up that year for yeah. sure. But, yeah, I guess cards weren't in our favor. <laughs> but, no, I was kind of – it was a bittersweet. Like, I did accomplish some things. I got best offense on grade 10 – I uh, had a lot of fun, a lot of memories, mm-hmm. but it's a bittersweet thing. It's the best way to put it. Okay.
0: I'm going to sidestep little over here to Max's question, which I usually wait till the end, but I kind of want to get this now, which is seeing Chris go down the college basketball route at times. Do you wish you could have pursued it further? If no, why not? If yes, what could you have done
1: to get there? Uh, well, the competitor in me is like, I could do it. <laughs> I played with him long enough. I could do it. <laughs> But, you know, he has strengths that I have to admit are way better than mine as in defense and just ball handling and having the ball on a string mm-hmm. that really amps you to the next level. Okay. And like playing in those rep games. But then there's moments of like, I know it was a game that didn't fucking matter, but I went into a rep game. I and wanted so,
0: to get into that too. So man. basically we had this tournament, MPH, which I feel like if you're watching, this, you should probably know what that is. It's basically a big ass fucking circuit in Canada. And we had a exhibition game or a fucking throwaway game that like none of my players were going to on my rep team. And my coach was like, yo, do you want to bring anybody? And I said, yeah, I'll bring headband, which is Sam, because he Man. came to a practice one time and he kept calling him headband. But then, yeah, how was, how did you feel about that
1: game? Yeah, I subbed in, um, I think I knocked like three shots in a row, like just bang, 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 back to back. And then, uh, I had some stupid layup over this tall ass guy. I was like 6'11". Yeah. And then I remember I was dribbling up the floor and his coach was like, shoot it. You're hot. So I was like, well, green light. <laughs> and, and literally, he's like right in the sideline. Shoot it. And then this like 6'5 guy, I just launched it over him. I literally probably the greatest shot of my life. Could not see rim. <laughs> like I just launched it. And I, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's airballing. <laughs> Splash. Like, just drills. And yes, I was, was like.
0: fucked, dude. I was
1: like, wow, I'm on one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, then I had, like, some random dads that were, like, coming up to me. Like, wow, you're a good shooter, man. And not really. I was like, damn. Like.
0: That was actually your last real basketball game.
1: Yeah. I was like, damn. What if? <laughs> <laughs> what if I played breath ball all my life and, like gotta improve in like actual Mm -hmm. shit because people call me a bad defender but i feel like you got to give me the benefit of the doubt of like never having a system be put in due to like some coach to be like yo like let's get this shit fixed like it's not like i didn't want to be a good defender Mm -hmm. i would if i just had someone to like help me get to that point Mm. because it was more like sure i'm lazy but if i had a coach on my ass like 24 7 like yo if you want to to go somewhere, you got to do this. This is this next big thing, man. You got this. You got this. Now do this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Like I have that dog in me, that I, I, that ambition, that flame, that fire to like really do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do it. But I just never got that opportunity to like, because I don't know how else you can like teach defense otherwise through like YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, so
0: the second part of that question is, if yes, what could you have done to get there?
1: Um honestly i'd have to if you were going in that same route i could have tried to piggyback off of you mm-hmm. and been like all right you're going there sign me up sign just try to get in there that could have
0: happened too by the way that point, i was just i was driving the van like if you just drove, yeah. drove to my house you could have just rolled out and we would have just fucking went to au practice
1: I could have did that yes that was a <laughs> big thing that could have happened by the time i had a full-time not full-time job but like i was working at walmart still and like my mom wanted me to have that for like job security of having money still coming in because I didn't have a car. T- I might have had a, just got a car, so I paid for that, and then I had insurance I had to pay, so I had to have money still coming in. And there, like my job was kind of picky on like how many days I missed and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, but I'm sure I could have worked it out around the schedule that it could have worked. Mm-hmm. Which I would have liked to see how it went because <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's you, what you would have done is you would have went to play AAU ball?
1: 100%, because I think how quickly I could adapt, getting a couple of games under my belt, really learning the pace, the speed, mm-hmm. learning as much as being a sponge. Start, take, get, get rid of all my bad shot tendencies, all that, and just kind of start fresh. And how I keep, like, I'll always be able to shoot a ball. If you put me in a system just to shoot a ball, it's not going to be that hard. Mm-hmm. So just put me back at square one. And just be a sponge and fucking learn as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I think I could have made it somewhere. I don't know.
0: I'm not glad. Brad probably would have had a field day with you oh, because yeah. Brad already kind of likes you as a human being, and like he just to see him yell at you for not playing defense would have been very funny.
1: Um, I would, would like to see it. It would have been good. <laughs> I wouldn't back down. I'd be like, I'll show you some defense.
0: Stepping also on top of this because we already talked about your post career. Um, after you, one of your goals was obviously unspoken, but you wanted to be the best god brother. Oh, yeah. Do you think you accomplished that?
1: Yes. 100%. I wish, it's one of those, another what if, is like being in the play Ronan in his prime because um, Carter, he got the bad hand of cards with injuries because mm-hmm. he was a really good player.
0: Talking about like, just pure potential, he probably had the highest because he was just stupid oh, athletic.
1: Yeah. His jump shot had some hicks hiccups in the mechanics, but mm-hmm. it was an easy fix. But uh, yeah, like sheer size and like, just moving, mm-hmm. he had like that mini LeBron. <laughs>
0: no, a guy that big, he was dead. At, he had a better build than I do in grade ten. Yeah, and he was way faster.
1: Oh yeah, he was. He was benching. He benched like three hundred pounds in like high school. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense.
0: But you think you ended up being the best brother?
1: Um, all around, yeah, I think so because, um, like just all around game. I feel like my jump shot is better like oh I, just, I didn't really go to watch prime ronin so it's hard for me to really say like oh i'm sure the best
0: what do you mean like, you didn't get to watch prime ronin
1: because like i watched him in different aspects like like pick up, pick up ball and stuff but it was all like all over the place playing against like pretty piss poor competition so it's hard to like adjust cuz i'm like ugh, it's so hard to tell because i beat him like in 1v1s now but he's nowhere I, near Dude, this.
0: Now that, that sparks a memory of like, there was a point where you guys were one-v-one-ing and he was in the edge of his fucking prime. And yeah. like, you guys went back and forth for like days, dude. Like it yeah. was game seven, game seven, game seven. Did you end up winning those?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, like I remember, I remember uh, there was also a time when I could see, like he was like, damn. I remember, uh, he put on his Instagram story. He was like, who's winning this? And he had so much confidence he was going to win. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought I was going to lose too. Cause he put like a poll and it was like, was I who's- there for that? You met it before you. You were on the way to the court, mm-hmm. and it was like a poll. It was like, "Who's gonna win, Sam or Ronan?" Mm-hmm. Everyone voted Ronan. I won that shit. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> uh, there was definitely a turning point because there was a point where like we couldn't compete, and yeah. then it just kind of like he yeah. just strayed away from the game. Yeah, because I'll say I had to guard Prime Ronan, and like that shit was hell because yeah. he was.
1: I guess you you got to see more of Prime Ronan with like because he was in grade thirteen, I was in grade nine, mm-hmm. but I was more like. Focused on myself less than him at yeah, that no, point. It was
0: me and him going head you were more to head. Near, yeah, dude, it was insane. Like bro, I'm not even gonna lie. At that point, there's I couldn't. There's no way I could check him. He I was-
1: guess I should ask you because you played here. <laughs> uh, the old Uno over Uno reverse. Yeah,
0: who is better? I'll always stand on the fact that Carter had the highest potential because he yeah. was just a fucking athletic I agree. demon. Bro. I agree with that and I'm he saying. grew up. He was the closest in age to me in terms of I was in the same gym classes as him and just watching him grow up from grade seven, eight, nine, and shit, he, yeah. he was dusting everybody. Yeah. He was a grown man in grade eight. But um between you and Ron, tough one. Defensively, he kind of waxes you because of his athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. But you're definitely a better shooter. I've I played with you more.
1: I feel like, honestly, playmaking-wise, I was a better playmaker. Even Mm, though... I don't know if I agree with that. I agree, because... (laughs) uh, like You disagree. I I, I disagree, (laughs) yeah. Because, like... Dude, he people called me a dick. He was a douche. Like, I remember he would be... Because he, like, had a burning fire to be the best. Yeah. But, like, it almost, like, tore him down. Because, like, people would just not... Like, he wasn't as, like, bad as, like... Cudney and the aspect of like, when you're playing with him, you're like, damn. But, but then I'm thinking like, people used to compare Ronan and Cudney. That's
0: what I'm saying, bro. That's why I'm kind of, I'm leaning towards Ronan only because, hold on, I got a get context to here because people who don't know, Ethan Cudney was this kid currently plays for a Canadian university, had like a 40 inch vert, was way ahead of his fucking time, bro. it was like six, five and he peaked in grade 10, no cap, sorry, Cudney, but like he dude, he was so unbelievably ahead of people in grade 10. Like nobody was fucking with him in grade yeah, 10, yeah. but um,
1: I'm, I'm <sighs> it's hard with player wise because like I feel like putting the ball in the net were pretty equal in like scoring ability. If we were
0: doing matchups, this is how I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to explain this. In a matchup scenario where you have identical teams and the only difference is Ron's the shooting guard on one team and you're the shooting guard on the other team, I think your team wins, but only <laughs> because I know at some point. Ron's going to try and take over which is what he always used to do yeah. and he's going to shoot some worse shots than he used to shoot and then you guys might pull away but that's yeah. the only that's that's the only comparison yeah. I I'm don't gonna know
1: gonna how, like he but... was consistent but I don't know I it can't it's hard for me to remember how consistent he was because I know like when I get hot it's like and I've just seen like proofs in the pudding some people are like bro how what is this <laughs> so I know Rona has some games where he hits like walk up threes and they're like damn
0: he was almost more concerned with putting on a show than he was being consistent yeah but That is true. So I'm going to go back, 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 to the summer. Maybe not even the summer. I don't remember. I can't really recall what year this was, but where we spent a legit eight hours at Durham Court for yeah. days on end. Yeah. And I kind of want to like just dive into how you felt about that because there's nobody doing that shit now.
1: No, 100%. Like, yeah.
0: like we just wanted that shit more than anybody yeah. else.
1: Like, t- I don't even know what we were doing to like.
0: We yeah, think we keep going once. Yeah. For we are just playing one for hours.
1: for hours. dude. Like, it's funny. Cause I, I try to like see the look back on like how I played compared to like Richie and miles, like the, the younger guys in our area that are playing. Mm-hmm. And like, you can even testify. How many people did you see that had like this guy would whoop my ass and I'd be like, run it back he beat me again, I'd be like, run it back. He'd beat me <laughs> again, I'd be like, run it back. And I would just keep going. I would not stop until I get one or get close or improve in any way. Mm-hmm. And it would just eat me alive until I would win. And there'd be moments where I'd kick your ass, and there'd be moments when you just demolish me. And I'm like, <laughs> run it back. And just, I don't care. This is, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. I'm never going to quit. But like with kids now, it's like they lose, and they're like,
0: yeah bro i don't get it i think dude it's got to come from like the love of the game because that's i didn't honestly you you wanted to win but the only thing that mattered at that point was like the fact that we were just playing basketball
1: 100 dude man i would do i remember going out in grade eight like just begging to play or just get out just something to do with basketball mm -hmm. and begging for rides so it's just like my mom would go to the gym and i'd be like drop me off the court i remember like i'll tell my mom that that like wait later as you can so i can stay as long as i can into the empty gym after practice just to play pick me up as late as you can just so i can live in the gym as Mm -hmm. much as i can it was
0: nonstop. like we would play a high school game and then there'd be a men's league after the high school game and then wake up the next day go to the ymca and it was just like you just had i don't see that's if we were to compare eras right now i don't see that dog mentality in damn near May i'm gonna say maybe miles but that's still a stretch because i feel like if you put him on the court for eight hours he's I don't think he would even do that.
1: Yeah. Like, consistently playing for eight hours, like, not being like.
0: <sighs> if you're talking about optimal, by the way, that was definitely not optimal. Like, no. after the first four hours, dude, we were fucking cooked.
1: Yeah. No. For sure, well, not optimal.
0: That's also, by the way, like, that was. When you talk about kids who would go to, like, AAU tryouts and they had coaches and mentors and people pushing them in certain directions, like, that was our situation where it's like the only that's person we, from. yeah it was like i would force you left and that's the only reason yeah. i'd force you right because you're left-handed and that's yeah. the only reason you have a right hand right now or like i would yeah. fucking sit and then you'd be forced to shoot and it was just like that's definitely probably yeah. the one of the most defining moments of my career
1: 100 percent, and that's probably one of the only reasons why like I can score on some really good hoopers, but I can still struggle to score on you sometimes. I know everything. Played literally <laughs> day, like days of his life <laughs> have been guarding me. Yeah. And it's like, yeah.
0: Okay. So now we're in post career. Your basketball's in terms of like competitive basketball. It's done. Yeah. What are, I'm going to go with two lessons that you can take away from basketball that you're now bringing with you into the rest of your life.
1: That's a tough one. Fuck.
0: I'm trying to put it like this. If your kid was playing basketball and you were, and you were, you could only instill two things in him. What would those two things be?
1: Live in the moment and do not take it for granted. And like, don't forget about the love of the game. Like that's what my dad always told me. It was like, I I'll get so mad over like little things or whatever. Cause I want to be the best, whatever. And you always just say, Sam, relax. Like, remember, you just gotta love the game. Mm-hmm. Just love the sport. You're playing the game. You love that's just what you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you want to play it while you're playing, like let it flow. Don't force anything. Don't be like I need this. I need. this. Don't expect anything. Just go into the smile and play with love. And honestly, since I've retired from basketball, I've really adapted this mindset, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm a better player mentally. Maybe I I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm almost still in like peak performance and playing because I don't care as much in a way. So like I have less pressure. Mm-hmm. So I'm just playing as free and love and just playing to play ball. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my shot feels as good as it's ever felt. Mm-hmm. Like just my whole game all around has been the best I've ever been. But if I had to give advice to someone or like, well, I guess my advice myself of what I took from it, I'd be like, fuck, Just live in the moment mm-hmm. and just never take shit for granted. Cause it just like that, it's gone. Like all the hours I put in, I wouldn't say it's for granted mm-hmm. but like, wasted time or potential or anything. I'll I i would not reverse it. Mm. But yeah, I live in the moment for sure. It just goes <laughs> like that.
0: Um what so now we're done with basketball. What are your goals now moving forward in life, obviously, because we're done with basketball?
1: Um mm, oh, well big one. I wanna make a million dollars. Okay. I wanna make a million I wanna be a millionaire. That's what I wanna be.
0: Does that mean take home or pre tax? Take home. Okay. That's all I wanna make.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a million. It's gonna be in done.
0: one year altogether. One year. Okay, this guy's shooting for the fucking moon. Cause I see
1: like social media people, I seen like some guy just posted, like some magician slash fitness guy just posted this year he made six figures or whatever, a million dollars. And that's a hundred thousand. no, I guess it's thinking of seven figures. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, damn, like he doesn't have that crazy big of a following base. I don't know what he did, but it's like it's cool content, but mm-hmm. it's like million dollars. So what's the plan to get to a million? I <sighs> can't say I know the answer to that just yet. Okay. But I could try to make a roadmap for s- step one.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But right now I want to get into some sort of sales type career. Just a, Not even just sales, but just a career that I feel somewhat passionate, that I have like a similar love that I have for basketball, mm-hmm. but in a career where I'm not waking up like, oh my God. Instead
0: of waking this. up mean...
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, something I'd love to do or have enjoyment in doing mm-hmm. that I could live with.
0: Outside of financial, like, I know you want to hit 315 bench at some point.
1: 350. 350. 315, yeah, but 350 would be nice. 4 or 5.
0: 315 bench. And then, obviously, you probably have what a following goal and a subscriber goal and that kind of shit.
1: I mean, seeing a thousand like it's so small, but seeing a thousand views on a video—it's
0: definitely not small. Tell you like that. it
1: feels like I three months ago. If you told me that I have a one k, like it just looks insane.
0: I'm taking the assist on that one, by the way.
1: Yeah, it's really it gets cool. Like it really is. It like, just neat to see, and I'm not even doing it to like blow up or be like try to be. Oh, look at me! I'm rich. I'm famous. All <laughs> this. Like I don't give a damn about any of that. Like I honestly would be more of like a Sam Sulek. Like I love the life I live now, I just would like to have financial freedom mm-hmm. to be independent and make my own money off of me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the main goal of mm-hmm. why I'm doing it. But mm-hmm. also just the, I have like that same love as I have for basketball and content creating and just seeing like nothing come like just a video of raw me coming into something that I think just is cool transition of like into film mm-hmm. and being able to edit it and all that. So,
0: so, you're in the bodybuilding now yeah is there parallels between things that you were doing in basketball and bodybuilding
1: um i think consistency definitely like you have to be consistent with it mm-hmm. and take it actually serious if you want it you you gotta we'll have that flame in you to really get up and after it and not give a damn what people think because same thing with like weight lifting is like some people will be like oh all you do is post about weights and it was the same thing with basketball. It was like, all, all you do is play basketball. Like, you're mm. not going to parties. You're not doing this. You're like, that's lame. And it's like, I don't give a damn. I'll be <laughs> the one that's 30 in good shape, and you might be the one that's 30 with a beer gut. And it's like,
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I've learned way earlier parties are so fucking overrated, dude. No, it's so overrated. It's, 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 you show up, everyone's on their phone, and then maybe you get with a girl and then you leave. Like, it's yeah. just, it's extremely fucking
1: overrated. Yeah, like, I, I'd say you gotta indulge in it once in a while, but like, you gotta know it's not the epitome, like, the Just best part of life. Mm -hmm. You gotta find happiness in yourself, and like you don't have to rely on those dopamine filling moments like that Mm -hmm. to enjoy life. Yeah, you gotta find something else that'll get you that same feeling.
0: Looking back, do you have a favorite basketball memory and/or story?
1: Huh. Favorite basketball story. Um, probably Shadow Cameron Howell. Probably that (laughs) moment of uh against Owen Sound. Playing against, good Hooper, really good guy. Um, And we were down by, like, 30 at at halftime. And I don't know if you know this, but our coach, who his mom... I was on the bench, I know. At the time, had cancer, and she just beat it. And she's actually my bus driver back in the day in, like, middle school, which I thought was a full circle moment. But, yeah, she was in the hospital, or I think she just beat cancer. I don't know. Mm. And uh, so he was, like, in rough in better shape now because he figured out like she heard the news that she passed or beat cancer mm-hmm. got past that and so he was happy with that and um but he was down in the dumps and yeah we were down by 30 and give him credit for just being there in full spirit want to play basketball want to coach yeah we just fought it out
0: i don't know if we's even an accurate representation
1: <laughs> i guess How it started was, I remember I started off the game terrible. Like, they were a good team. Everyone was like, oh, Cameron Howell is league bound, fucking all this. Cause he's like six, five, and shmeet riding. Yeah, six, five, tall dude. And you know, everyone in our area, our tallest guy was six, two, probably. Mm -hmm. And like, that's our center. (laughs) He has zero touch. So we're like, damn. Old Stone Hands. Yeah. So we're just like, all right, whatever. And so we're getting beat on. Like, I'm playing like shit. I'm getting so mad. Like, I remember I was like, fuck, man, this is the moment I live for. And I'm just selling. We're just getting pummeled. And then um, I think the first shot that I was just like, I saw, I to just hit one shot. It was one shot. It's all it took. And I remember someone sent me a pick and I did a sidestep and shot her over Cam mm-hmm. and just laced that bitch. And I was like, game. Like, I knew. <laughs> I was like, let's get it. And man, what is, the, what is that saying? Pressure builds what? Diamonds? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> they, they couldn't handle the heat. and Fuck. We were a diamond that game. We just, it was one of those games that the pressure was high and somehow rose to the occasion. As all the reps just kicked in, I forgot about that first quarter, halftime. I was like, it's a new court. it's a new game. Who cares? Like, and that's the thing, too. Is I feel like a lot of kids nowadays, I'll see, they'll be down, like they could be down, whatever, 15, 20. I was down 30. And I wasn't like over. Fuck! I wasn't. I didn't give up. I was like, nah. Like, I still have another half. Mm-hmm. I didn't know for sure, for sure if I was gonna win, but I damn well was not giving up on like a. All right, you won. That was the last fucking whistle. Yeah, till till it was zero zero, like clock done, bang buzzer, and like I've seen kids that are like down fifteen and they're just like head down, but I was <laughs> like, nah, that's not happening. I'm giving it my all because like at that point I knew. Like, I think it was near the end of the season, so I was like, this is, like, one of the few games left, mm-hmm. so I got to go. And, yeah, I just, everything started connecting. Everything was going. I remember I had a big N1 on him. And uh, I think I hit, like, it's kind of, like, it's happened so fast. I don't remember all the exact moments, but I just remember I was cooking on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, what, what, was it 30-something? Something like that. I think it was, like, 35. It was my <clears> career <throat> high in a game, like, 35. And, uh... Yeah, they, he, the center cam. He had a shot to win the game, hit like back rim, and we won. And I was just like, "Wow, we just came back from thirty at halftime."
0: Shout out, chicken wrap for selling on the layoffs.
1: Yeah, his teammates were not building for that pressure. (laughs) They're not built for the moment. They sold hard.
0: And then, dude, there was so many. It was like you—if you were in the gym, you would have assumed it was fucking game seven to go to some final somewhere because. Jason was crying. Cam was crying. Everyone was fucking crying. Stuff.
1: That was a crazy. Like if Cam ever watches this, uh, I, I made a grown man cry. <laughs> That's, I don't even know. He
0: definitely wasn't grown at that point. He's a grade nine.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he was grade nine. Nine. Yeah.
0: But Damn. there was still tears, and that was definitely a good feeling to know that yeah. you did that.
1: But no, I respect Cam for that moment because, like, that just shows his character how much he truly wants to win. I mm-hmm. wouldn't take that as like a embarrassing moment for him Mm -hmm. it was like showing like his that's like the dwelling bead people make fun of him for crying Mm -hmm. but it's like man that just shows how much you love the game and how much you don't want to lose so I understand that moment and like what he's going through because I've been in moments like that where I'm like I remember I've been like packed by 30 before by Sacred Heart and I'm like driving home like bro damn and there's been moments like that where like just basketball just gives you the waterworks. Because I can
0: vividly remember when we were one v ing and I beat you like seven times in a row, and you actively went over to the river and cried because you just couldn't deal with it. Yeah,
1: like it's just one of those things that you just, just you want it so bad that like you're so emotionally invested into it, like you do not care. Like it's just that much, like how much time, hours, effort you put into it when you just still don't get over that hump. It's just just happens. The waterworks.
0: Do you have a worst basketball memory?
1: Um, worse I mean probably it was like a stretch it wasn't really like a memory it's more of a stretch of time when like I had a lot of people like when I was in grade eight kind of grade eight grade nine a little bit in between of just like the older people that were friends with my brothers that were like uh and some of the girls too that were like refing and whatnot that would just kind of like try to shit on me and be like oh you're bad all oh, but you put all this time in but you're still only this good blah 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 just being straight haters saying like you're only a practice player and for a second i was like maybe they're right mm. maybe maybe i just can't do it i'm not built for it I'm not i'm not as good as them i'm just not it and then i realized like all oh, these guys are losers mm. like get out of here because i remember back in the day i got care a lot what people would think so i would always have those moments where i'm like Is worth it? Like, they're saying I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be playing so much basketball. They're calling me a weirdo for playing so much basketball. Maybe they're right. Mm -hmm. And then I just got to stay dialed in on that path and just have the blinders on. Mm -hmm. So that's probably just, like, the worst memory is kind of, like, what came with so much working with basketball was, like, just the negative side of, like, people's perception of you. That really probably was not as bad as what I think it was because it's just well, only, yeah, they're all
0: working at mcdonald's serving you fries so yeah fuck exactly. them so exactly. we talked about this before but what is a quote you live by
1: trust the process <laughs>
0: <laughs> was that your quote you live by before it became the sixers logo or no
1: uh i found that like so young like such a young like, i've been a philly fan so since like the dawn of time of like 27, 26. they were fucking garbage. God, they've, been, they, they've been garbage for so many years. Like Again, beaters getting hurt so much. Like they had nobody and like Brett Brown is our coach. And it was like, bro, they're, I don't know what I, I, it's funny. Cause like, I'm so far from a center build of a game. I don't know why or what drew me into that team. I can't even remember the moment of what it was. I just thought like, I was just like, damn, I like the way he plays. Mm-hmm. A lot of people shit on him because he draws a lot of fouls, but it's like, well, just don't foul. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> he's just doing what works. So it's like, if it's mm-hmm. so annoying, stop it. So I don't know.
0: Could the same logic not be applied to James Harden?
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I like James Harden, but at the same time, it's uh, it's almost like I like Luca, but I wasn't a fan of like James Harden when he was in his MVP era mm-hmm. because like I just feel like it was Too forced in a way. (laughs) It wasn't fun to watch. Like Luca, I I swear it's like a better version of that. Mm -hmm. Maybe not scoring wise. Like James Harden was fucked when he did that, but like Luca's kind of like a more refined version, an easier watch.
0: This is completely sidestepping away from what we were talking about. But I will say, I think we grew up in low-key a second golden era of basketball watching the 2015 2016 oh, yeah. season where that that was absolute fucking yeah. peak the dunks like the dunk uh, contest the 73 and nine warriors the 3-1 comeback all that shit and then you had Kawhi's shot like yeah. it was it was pretty peak than what we grew up in
1: 2019 is probably the best year of my life of like just basketball being like grade nine going into basketball mm-hmm. and like watching the raptors who so i never thought in my life honestly we're gonna win a championship mm-hmm. like when they made that trade i was like that's a good ass trade hell yeah Kawhi's a dog but if you told me they were going to win a championship, I would yeah. be like, hell no, the Warriors, no, I don't believe it. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know how Kawhi, I didn't even know how Kawhi did that. Had the world of Canada, like all of Canada in his hands. Yeah. And he was like, didn't fold. Yeah. And he, but he still was one and was like, all right, I'm going to LA. Yeah,
0: like, that's so, that did now his career is, I'm not going to lie. kind of mid. I'm not yeah, going to lie.
1: Like, he's still really good when he plays, but not as, like, I just, Man, Toronto was it. there. Was a
0: stretch of time where you it was undoubtedly like Kawhi was the best player in the world. Oh, like, dude, it wasn't even no close. One,
1: is that Philly, it's like, that's so funny. Is when he played Philly. Who you cheering for? I was cheering for Toronto, but my family thought I was cheering for Philly. Like they <laughs> fucking Philly would score, and they'd be like, "Fuck you! This is what you want." And I'm like, "No, this is not, like this is Toronto. It's my hometown, like the city, man." And uh, no, but that was honestly like I will say bar none. I watched LeBron. It's like 2016, but like. That 2019, Kawhi was like, honestly, the second or if not the best player in that series I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, he did anything he wanted that series. Three it, level, was three level
0: score, like, it was insane. Three-level score. like Fucking lockdown defender. was. then
1: the next series, he comes down, starts like next series, yamming on Giannis, like mm-hmm. doing anything he wanted. It was fucked. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just peak basketball.
0: <laughs> Going back to your quote, why do you live by trust the process?
1: Because I think everything kind of comes in a process that's not perfection
0: okay
1: and it everything is a process like when you set a goal it's a process to the end goal right and so it's not going to be a straight shot perfect like all yeah 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 it's going to be some of those like good good holy fuck to back to baseline to the end goal so it's everything is just a process and i feel like i've lived by that in a lot of ways of just with you know getting planning like just knowing like everything's going to work out and not overthinking shit, like stressing on not having a job and then getting a job. He's going to trust the process. You know, with basketball, all the work, if it's going to work out in game or am I going to play good, all this, just turn that off. Just trust the process. Mm. And yeah.
0: I've asked like so many people this, but I'm kind of just curious. Um, when you have a kid, are you going to play him in ones until you like know you're going to lose to him? Or are you going to quit early and be like, yo, I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of beating his father.
1: So I'm playing him till I... I'm literally in the dirt. Like <laughs> the I'm going to win until like, like he's going to be like a teenage. I got all, he's going to be in high school. And I'm still going to be whooping his ass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Guaranteed.
0: Are you going to force your kid to play basketball?
1: No. Cause I feel like that's just, I don't want to force anything on them because I'm, I was never forced anything. Like I'm going to have it there as a young age to see if he likes it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hope cause I have so much knowledge. I just would love to just give to him mm-hmm. And so it just would just go on for generations. And I think, honestly, it's in the DNA. Like, it's dad like basketball. And, like, how Ronan and Carter and me all love basketball. I just think it'll kind of be in there. Is
0: oh. that what your parents said? They just showed you stuff, and then that's the one you picked up?
1: Yeah, that was all it was, yeah. yeah like, my dad, he was a mainly a hockey guy. Um, but my mom didn't want us playing hockey because she didn't want us to become, like, jocks. She was just like, oh, you're going to become, like, douchebag.
0: I'm not even going to lie. Ronan and Carter on skates would have been fucking insane. Yeah. coming at you full speed, not nah, rather. been over.
1: They liked hockey too. Like they watched it and whatnot. Like when they were kids, they were big hockey fans, like Crosby, of course, and um whatnot. But yeah, mom and dad just never put them in. Like dad would have put them in, but mom was like, no, not worth it. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point when like they were old enough, they wanted to, but like you missed the phase of like you have to yeah, be a kid. Yeah, no, you have play. to be in there very yeah. early. Um,
0: yeah. Did you play your dad in one-on-one, driveway one-on-ones? Oh yeah. Did you win?
1: Um... As a young kid, he would like kick my ass because he's like a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. But then it got to a point when like he just wasn't moving like that. So I was just like, <laughs> gosh. But then it kind of went to like, yeah, he stopped playing one-on-ones. And it was more of just like a, we'd just shoot the shit. He'd kick, pass me the ball and I'd just shoot for hours. And he just passed me the rock. Mm-hmm.
0: Was it like, was he hitting jumpers on you or was it just straight layups? it was just like, just when he you thought it was safe to come outside. No, he
1: did some turnarounds. Like, he actually had some tough moves where I was like, damn. This so that an MJ bag. Like, you can tell he's a big MJ fan because, yeah, he do some fadeaways. And, like, the, the mechanics are there. Like you, I know. like yeah,
0: yeah. I've been here when he shot one. It was there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, it's, like, not far fresh for him to say he was a solid shooter back in the day. I wouldn't be like – if he was, like, fucking this, I'd be like, nah, you're lying to me. I know I've played enough basketball to know your ass. But, no, i played enough to see it's there.
0: Did uh, he try to teach you some things, like, in particular, like, moves? Or was it just, like
1: – Um like there were some big man moves they tried to show me at the classic like shack drop step mm-hmm. stuff like that and like just positioning on when to get the ball like ball fakes just little things like that to like help to just kind of to have a different angle of the game just kind of like to open my bag a little more but
0: closing question one piece of advice you would give your younger self
1: um fuck. honestly it doesn't seem like anything crazy but don't overthink shit. Like just have fun with it and just honestly say one, two, three, do it. Okay. Like so many times, it, you know, you got to know when you should do the one, two, three, do it. Not and any aspect of life. Just be like, oh, fuck Tucker. Yeah. Fuck that girl. Like, one, two, three, do it. <laughs> like, no, don't do that. But like just in, with aspects of like talking to a girl or like with basketball decisions and all that, just kind of be like tapping happening. let's get it done. Let's do it. Not like him and ha, him and ha, and then bitch him moan about shit. Just do it. Yeah.
0: That's wraps. Hour and two minutes. We'll catch you on the next one. You're gonna wait, wait, you- wait. I wait. know exactly what you're about to do. Go ahead. Do it.
1: All right, boys. Now, I got a little a question for you guys. Oh, wait. Actually, too. I do have um-
0: – do you have a question for me? Hmm. Um, I did. but oh, Long pause. I'll cut some of this.
1: Yeah, it's gonna need to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck,
0: what was I gonna say? College basketball, secret wisdom.
1: Yeah, it was something like that. It was. Wait, oh, yeah, have you subbed me in for like where uh Max plays right now? If you if you were to sub me in where Max plays college basketball, okay, for like I don't know, say you gave me. Two practice with the team. Yeah. You put me in the game. Do you think I could do anything to help improve the team in any aspect?
0: Max plays garbage minutes, so I want to put that out there first. Like Max gets in when they're down 40, up 40. Okay. Um, by the way, they're very early up 40. So it's usually when they're down 40. Um, could you do something? Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna be really honest. Practice, two practices is not enough time. Like you
1: Okay, so I gonna actually slip my question then. So Knowing my game and how I play, do you think I could be useful on a roster?
0: In college basketball? In college basketball. D3? Yeah, college basketball. Because i to be honest with you, there's nobody that I've met from around here other than maybe Cudney, and by the way, he'd be bottom of the bench player, who could play D2. I've seen some fucking unreal Division II basketball, and I don't think anyone around here... Shout out that kid. We just absolutely shit talked. You're not going to Michigan. There's no fucking way. It'd be it was, it's damn near impossible for someone around here to go D three, let alone fucking D two. It's not happening. If you, given, if you were given the same opportunities that I had, where you got to go to Toronto and you met Brad, shout out, and you had all these guys like leading you in the right direction, I have no doubt in my mind you could have definitely made the team. Um, and then given four years, you could have been a valuable asset. I think in terms of like six man, come on, hit yeah. hit five shots and sit the fuck down. But like, if I threw you on Elms right now, uh, you would look out of place. And that's, that's coming from a place of like, defensively, yeah. Max can't play defense. But they like, probably
1: have like a whole set, like it's not up to man. That's
0: open. the thing I was going to say is like, it's not just mm-hmm. the speed of the game that changes when you move up in levels. It's the stuff, we had no fucking plays. Yeah, So you're coming down and they're running fist. You don't. You have to know what fist is at the point guard position, the two, the three, the four, and the five, based on whatever the fuck happens in the yeah. next 30 seconds. And we had none of that.
1: Yeah, so but IQ in that part of the game is definitely like underdeveloped My, a my ins-
0: Everyone around here is just fucking underdeveloped. And that's yeah. like one of the main reasons that kid that we just watched, who said he's going to Michigan. I'm like, I know you're not going to do that because even if you had the athleticism, yeah, we no. don't have enough yeah. basketball IQ around here to do that. Yeah. But what were you about to tell your secret fans? Of- oh, yeah.
1: Um, let's see here. <laughs>
0: Shameless plug. You recorded this beforehand?
1: <laughs> no, I should have be like. <laughs> <laughs> so one, me And now, after I made you laugh, you, uh, now you might as well, if I got your attention. subscribe to the YouTube channel.
0: Sam Scott 1421, Sam Scott at underscore 1421 on Instagram. Uh, ship across the border, SATB underscore pod everywhere. Go check us out. Sewers. Sewers. We'll catch you on the next one.
1: That's fun. I'll do it again.